welcome to A Course in Miracles Daily Workbook Lessons for Regular People. I'm your host, Reverend Robin. This podcast is companion to my first one, which is A Course in Miracles for Regular People, where we read and discuss the text of A Course in Miracles. In this podcast, we read and discuss the daily workbook lessons that go with the course. I love these lessons and what they do for me and I love to discuss them with others who are on their journey to atonement. There's several ways that you can reach out to me if you'd like to chat. I'm on Twitter at ACIMFOR. I'm on Facebook at A Course in Miracles for Regular People. My email is ACIMDWLFRP. That's A Course in Miracles Daily Workbook Lessons for Regular People. ACIMDWLFRP at gmail.com or you can simply go to anchor.fm and leave a voice message and while you're there if you'd like you can make a donation to support this podcast and I'd really appreciate that now let's get started with today's lesson good morning today is key lesson 139 I will accept atonement for myself. I will accept atonement for myself. Here is the end of choice, for here we come to a decision to accept ourselves as God created us. And what is choice except uncertainty of what we are? There is no doubt that is not rooted here, rooted in the uncertainty of what we are. There is no question, but reflects this one. There is no conflict that does not entail the single, simple question, what am I? Yet who could ask this question except one who has refused to recognize himself? Only refusal to accept yourself could make the question seem to be sincere. The only thing that can be surely known by any living thing is what it is. From this one point of certainty, it looks on all other things as certain as itself. When you know who you are, when you know what you are, you have clarity of mind, enough to see everything from the perspective of who and what you really are. Continuing, uncertainty about what you must be is self-deception on a scale so vast that its magnitude can hardly be conceived. Uncertainty about what you must be is self-deception on a scale so vast its magnitude can hardly be conceived. Uncertainty about what you must be. When we are uncertain of what we are, we are deceiving ourselves. And this is such a a huge lie that it's beyond boggling the mind. To be alive and not know yourself is to believe that you are really dead 
or that you don't really exist. So if we don't know who we are, we can't benefit from who and what we are. It, it shuts down everything that we are for. What are we here for? What, why do we exist? If we don't know who and what we are, then we seem to have no purpose. Continuing, for what is life except to be yourself? And what but you, and what but you can be alive instead? Who is the doubter? What is it that he doubts? Whom does he question and who can answer him? He merely states that he is not himself and therefore, being something else, becomes a questioner of what that something is. <clears throat> Yet he could never be alive at all unless he knew the answer. If he asks as if he does not know, it merely shows that he does not want to be the thing he is. He has accepted it because he lives and has judged against it and denied its worth and has decided that he does not know the only certainty by which he lives. Not knowing who and what we are is like denying our very existence. Thus, he becomes uncertain of his life for what it is has been denied by him. So when we are uncertain of who we are, we are uncertain of our lives because we have denied who we are. It is for this denial that you need atonement. Your denial made no change in what you are, but you have split your mind into what knows and what does not know the truth. You are yourself. Listen, brothers and sisters, Jesus is telling us we are ourself. There is no doubt of this, and yet you doubt. But you do not ask what part of you can really doubt yourself. How can we doubt ourselves? Our minds are, must be split. That's what it said. We, we have split our minds so that we are not certain. When we think of ourselves as physical bodies separated from other physical bodies and separated from God, we are separated from ourselves, our true self. Continuing, it cannot really be a part of you that asks this question, for it asks, it asks of one who knows the answer. Were it part of you, then certainty would be impossible. If the part of us who is asking the question were really part of us, then it would be impossible to be certain about who and what we are. Atonement ready remedies the strange idea that it is possible to doubt yourself and be unsure of what you really are. 
This is the depth of madness. Yet, it is the universal question of the world. What does this mean except that the world is mad? Why share its madness in the sad belief that what is universal here is true? Nothing the world believes is true. It is a place whose purpose is to be a home where those who claim they do not know themselves can come to question what it is that they are. And they will come again until the time that atonement is accepted and that they, and they learn that it is impossible to doubt yourself and not to be aware of what you are. So the world is a place where the purpose is to be a place for those who say they don't know themselves can come to ask the question, what am I? So that's the purpose of the world. So continuing. Only acceptance can be asked of you. For what you are is certain. So what we are is certain. And the only thing that can be asked of us is that we accept that. It is set forever in the holy mind of God and in your own. So our own real mind, our own true self that, that still is within God and thinks with God's thoughts and thinks with God's mind. What we are is forever set in God's mind and in our mind that is still within God. It is so far beyond all doubt and question that to ask what it must be is all the proof that you need to show that you believe the contradiction that you know not what that you cannot fail to know. It is so far beyond all doubt and question that to ask what it must be is all the proof that you need to show that you do not believe the contradiction. And that contradiction is that you don't know what you cannot fail to know. Sometimes when we talk about um, learning a new, like a new line of work or a new concept, something you've never studied before, and we can say we don't know what we don't know. But what this is saying is that we are claiming that we don't know what, in truth, we cannot fail to know. We can't not know it, but we are claiming that we don't. Continuing, is this a question or a statement which denies itself in statement? 
Let us not allow our holy minds to occupy themselves with this senseless with senseless musings such as this. Don't spend time wondering what we are and don't pretend not to know what we cannot fail to know. Continuing, we have a mission here. We did not come to reinforce the madness that we once believed in. Let us not forget the goal that we accepted, the goal of atonement. It is more than just our happiness alone that we came to gain. What we accept as what we are proclaims what everyone must be along with us. Fail not your brothers, or fail yourself, or you fail yourself. Look lovingly on them, that they may know that they are part of you, and you of them. This does atonement teach, and demonstrates the oneness of God's Son, demonstrates that the oneness of God's Son is unassailed by his beliefs that he knows not what he is. So let's remember the goal we accepted. It's not just our own happiness that we came to gain. When we accept what we are, then we proclaim what we are and what everyone else is as well. So look lovingly on your brothers and sisters so that they may know that they are a part of you and you are a part of them. And this is what atonement teaches. And it demonstrates that the oneness of God's Son is unassailed by his belief that he knows not what he is. Just because we believe we don't know what we are does not mean that we don't know what we are. Today, accept atonement, not to change reality, but merely to accept the truth about yourself. And then, go your way rejoicing in the endless love of God. It is only this that we are asked to do. It is but this that we will do today. Five minutes in the morning and at night, we will devote to dedicate our minds to the assignment for today. We start with this review. <coughs> of what our mission is. And this is our mission. I will accept atonement for myself, for I remain as God created me. We have not lost the knowledge that God gave to us when he created us like him. We can remember it for everyone. For in creation, all minds are as one. And in our memory is the recall that the recall of how dear our brothers are to us. How much a part of us is every mind. How faithful they have really been to us. And how our Father's love contains them all. 
in thanks for all creation, in the name of its creator and his oneness with all aspects of creation, we repeat our dedication to our cause today, each hour, as we lay aside all thoughts that would distract us from our holy aim. For several minutes, let your mind be cleared of all the foolish cobwebs which the world would weave around the Holy Son of God. And learn the fragile nature of the chains that seem to keep the knowledge of yourself apart from your awareness as you say, I will accept atonement for myself, for I do remain as God created me. Today is a key lesson because I remain as God created me. So every hour, let's remind ourselves, I will accept the atonement for myself, for I remain as God created me. And today, I wish us all a day of recognition of who and what we are. Many blessings. Namaste.